When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well met, fellow adventurers. Now, back, back in Hawklaw, and I've been training my weaponry slashing a bit, so I now have an MR of 60, which will be plenty to deal with what, what I'm about to do now, which is the adventure, The Caves of Westwold. A dark shadow hangs over Hawklaw. The recent disappearance of a handful of villagers, coupled with the growing number of livestock attacks on livestock, several lying farms, has meant many residents to the same grim conclusion. Goblins have returned to Westwold. Start the adventure. Embark on the adventure. A dark shadow has fallen over Hawklaw's late as hands full of its citizens have gone missing. It is widely suspected that goblins have inhabited that have re-inhabited some of the caves lie scattered about the Westworld region to the north. The consensus of the village council and the head of the militia is that goblins must be removed by any means necessary. When you inquire with the village council regarding the recent events in Westworld, and subsequently offer them your services. They are overjoyed and immediately summon the head of the village militia, a grey-haired former field captain in the Tilsian army named Corin. Corin greets you in a shoulder cross and smiles broadly when the village council members inform him of your offer to tackle the problem of Westworld. Too many of too many these days are accustomed to living under the protection of others, says Corin gruffly. I'm certainly happy to see that not all the bold adventurers have left these parts. What the world sorely needs is folk like yourself, who haven't forsaken grit and valour for, for a life of contented quiet behind the shield. Corin explains that Westworld is an area of forest and farmland to the northeast of the village. You know that this was once nothing but a vast, untamed wilderness, brought by all sorts of foul creatures. Goblins, trolls, ogres, explains Gorham. They all lived in that wild place at one time. Over the centuries, they were, of course, k- killed off and chased into, into the sort of shadowy holes of the world. It's been a long time since anyone spotted a goblin out and about in these parts. Corwin tells, tells you that several farmers, those lands border the west side, recently spotted goblins sneaking through their fields or skulking about in the forest. These farmers have also reported missing livestock. And of course, says Corwin, there's a handful of folks who have gone missing as well. You learn that it is widely suspected that goblins have inhabited one or more of the many caves that litter the west world area. Corian and members of the council fear the foul creatures are only buying their time until they gather sufficient numbers to launch a full-scale raid on Hawklaw and other local settlements. Problems like this one can't be allowed to fester, said Corian. A few goblins slinking out the shadows to two livestock will, go, will grow into a bloodthirsty army capable of raising villages and towns. The situation is discussed at length, and he decided that you will go to to Westworld alone and discover the true nature of the threat that exists there. Curran told you that he and the village council wish to be kept informed of your progress in Westworld. The councilmen explained that while they cannot offer you a king's ransom, they will see to it that you receive 500 gold tokens upon completion of the mission. As the meeting concludes, the council chambers wish you luck. 
and thank you for your bravery. Corin takes you aside and shows you a collection of items he says you are free to take. Perhaps something there will be of use to you. Common, common item, common dagger, common new cook, common boxes. I'll take a leather tunic, leather skull cap, leather gloves. Not better than what I have, but I can sell them. I probably shouldn't do that. They probably need that for the mission. Ah, yeah, they, they, they can have all the weapons. And they, they, they make more shortly. Before you depart, go and explain how to reach Westworld. And offers you a few final words of caution. He also commends you for undertaking such a difficult and dangerous task. All of Goblindom is savage and knows no mercy, he, he cautions you. Hatred is their very essence, and it is that which drives them. You must never expect scores of honour alike, and you would be wise to give none. With the ominous words of curing still ringing in your ears, you make your way out of the village council building and prepare to set out on your mission. Now, to continue with your mission, you want to select the travel option from the main hawk hall -ho section, then look for Westworld on the list of nearby locations. I'm going to do that right now. Westworld. Visit Westworld. Westworld is a vast region of forested hills, jagged tours, and outlying farmlands on the northeast edge of the village of Hawklaw. This wild place has a history of playing host to a wide assortment of less than desirable inhabitants over the years, including such densities as goblins, ogres, and trolls. You discover a small network of caves on one side of the nearby slopes. And a stony trail that winds its way up to the hills bears evidence of recent goblin activity. Several sets of goblins' tracks leave up, leave up to the largest of the cave mouths. I explore the area, spend a considerable amount of time worrying about the hills and fields of Westworld, everywhere for a dangerous, beautiful but remote area. You wander about for the best part of the day, but don't discover anything particularly noteworthy. Move up the trail to the cave. I can I can rest here and restore my restore my health if this dungeon wears me down. Cool breeze dips out of the wide, dark mouth of the cave before you. The ground about the ground about the cave's moor shows much sign of recent activity. A vague feeling of apprehension comes over you as you peer into the unsettling gloom. And two other adventurers have been here recently. And one, one of them is very new. One of them saw him new. That, that, those are the only people who go here. Because nothing happens. Once you've cleared out the goblins, you clear them out properly. That it will be nothing. Nothing will be left there. Because when you, when people hire Zoop, they get the full service. Go back. Enter the dark cave. Light streams in the in into the cave from its mouth to the south. Two broken spears and a tattered waist waistcoat waistcoat lie against the wall. A close examination of the waistcoat reveals it has been pierced repeatedly and heavily stained with blood. Now I can go north. Go north again. Your progress along the passage is halted when shouts ring out from the darkness ahead. You can clearly make out the voices of at least two humans intermingled with those of several goblins. Before long, five goblins emerge from the shadows, leading a group of three humans, a severely wounded man and two women. The humans have had their hands bound and each shows obvious signs of ugly misuse. Before the wounded man stumbles and falls to his knees, before he can attempt to regain his feet, Two of the goblins set upon him and begin to beat him savagely. One of the women screams but is instantly silenced by a solid blow from one of her goblin captures. She slumps to the ground, moaning pitifully. Without a second thought, you rush forward and attack the goblins. You sudden appear and startle the goblins before the wretched creatures have fully regained their wits. You launch a fierce and deadly attack on the closest two, fighting two shade goblins. Slashy, slashy, and they're dead. 
You step over the bloody corpses of the goblins and, and glare menacing at the remaining three goblins. Two of the goblins step back, apparently displayed by your display of combat powers. The largest of the three, however, moves towards you, brandishing a cool sto- crude stone axe. He starts ferociously as he draws into melee range, fights a large slay goblin, shade goblin. I slash, half dead, slash, it's full dead. <laughs> yep. Um, the goblin scatters to the left and then slumps to the floor, nearly decapitated. The two remaining slay goblins turn and flee into the shadows, the sounds of their foot- footfalls quickly fading. You move over to the two humans and sever the bonds that tie their hands, as yes they make their way at once for the cave entrance to the south. You help the fallen man to his feet, and with his arm over his shoulder, you fire far behind the two women as they wholly exit the goblin lair. You emerge into the sunlight of Westwold, with the wounded man's arm draped around your neck, and set him down gently, with his back against a large boulder. You introduce your, yourself to the group of three who repeatedly thank you for rescuing them from their goblin captures. They are all battered and shaken from their recent ordeal, but they look upon, upon you with overflowing admiration. You came, upon, you came along not a moment too soon, he says, wincing as he speaks. These hellish creatures have already killed six of us. We are no doubt some moments away from sharing their fate. You learn that the three people you have rescued of Askers are, are actors, part of the third house acting troupe that left Tambulus a, a month ago, heading for the city of Twithick. The wounded man Elka and the two women, Jura and Suna, explain that there were nine members of the troupe and that they are the last surviving members. Came on us at dusk, says Jura, choking back tears as he speaks in a wailing voice. My two brothers were the only ones amongst us bearing arms, and they were the first to be killed by those foul beasts. They took the rest of us into that cave. I sleep will never again be free from nightmares. Yuka rises painfully, painfully to his feet, and embraces Juro as tears begin streaming down her face. Junior tells you that the other four members of the troop were killed inside the cave by a large, fierce and a particularly brutal goblin named Balak. He must be the leader of the goblins, he said, a tone one of sadness and anger. The other goblins feared him greatly. He wore a necklace of live spiders, and he carved and devoured pieces of raw flesh from those th- from those, those lives he ended without mercy with his terrible blade. There were others in that place too. Still a lie. I doubt it will be for much longer. If you are to have any hope of rescuing them, you must not delay. You told the actors that you have no intention of letting any farther harm come to those those that the goblins are taken captive. You only hope you will be able to rescue them in time. Wounded, fatigued and still badly shaken from their ordeal, the three actors were eager to move away from Hawklaw at once. You put them in the direction of Hawklaw and tell them they can find safe, shelter and safety within the village. Good luck to you, Zoop, said Elkar, as he and the others start off on their, ju- on their journey out of Westworld. Our play- prayers will be with you. As the group steps away, Jania turns from her companions, rushes back to you, and throws her arms around you, embracing you tightly. Suddenly and quite unexpectedly, she leans close and kisses you softly on the cheek. Trina steps back and looks at her companions, who stop to wait for her and, and smile. If you're ever in Tyrannosoup, you can find us at the third house at Pennycarn Lane. May the All-Father watch over you in that dark place. Farewell. He waves to the actors as they depart and walks af- after them until they disappear from sight. When they are gone, you again turn your attention to the dark entrance of the goblin there. Into the cave. Go north. Go north. Okay, the plat path sweeps. Splits into three here. I'm going to go west. You so your progress on the cave passage is halted by a threat that suddenly looms out the shadows. It's a bone armored goblin. Sassy sassy. And it's dead. 
Stud studied leather greaves, are those better than what I have? There two. Alright, yes, they are better than what I currently have, so on they go. Got a bit more SP now. Still, oh, uh, on that passage. The dank, crystalline walls of this cave are coated with thick patches of green, pungent mold. Now and again, from some distant corner, subterranean glare, hear the sound of gripping water. A severed human le leg head lies discarded on the floor of the cave here. Anger wells with him. I was up from within you as I pondered the vicious cruelty of goblin kind. Your progress on the cat. Now it's three failed wielding goblins. Slashy, slashy. And they're dead. I discover some items. None of them are worth picking up. The sudden appearance of two snake goblins in passive heads of you freezes you in your tracks. The two goblins are clad in leather armour and each carries a crude short sword. Upon catching sight of you, the witch's wicked creatures shriek and rush along the passage, waving their swords wildly. Slash, slash. Yeah, there's the last. There's only, only the last one standing with. It's nearly dead. And. Poof, and it's gone. 2xp. The last of the two goblins staggers back and you firmly plant your foot on his chest, sending his lifeless corpse crashing to the cave floor. Feeling the sound of make battle may attract more goblins, you decide to immediately continue on your way. Alright, I'm getting to the end of this, this passage now. End of the passage. The passage you're following opens into a small, roughly circular, tortlet chest torch chamber. Centre on the far side of the chamber is, is a goblin clad in several layers of animal hide and carrying a long crooked crook, crook stick. He is flanked by two larger sword-wielding goblins. Upon spotting you, the goblin's salmon snarls directs the two warriors to attack. The two goblins charge across the chamber to meet you, their blades poised to strike. And yep, I fight them, and they're gone. He stepped past the bloody remains of the two goblin warriors and broke boldly confront this decrepit shaman. He swings back, back into a shadowy corner and waves his warty hand in a strange but deliberate fashion. A wave of nausea watches, washes over you, finds a goblin shaman. Nearly dead, and slashy slashy, down he goes. The goblin slayman falls, shaman falls to the floor of the cave and weaves about in the throes of death for several seconds before becoming skill, still. You step over the lifeless form of the wetted goblin and continue on your way. And that's the western passage finished. Going back to the intersection, past the severed head. Two goblins attack. I decapitated both of them with a single slash. Picked up some armour for selling. Now go north. Now there's a passage to breaking off from the east. I'm going to take that. Now three goblin, three goblin warriors, slash slash. An unarmed goblin, really should just run away first, slash slash, down he goes. Oh, I got oh, called wing sleeves. 
and that is better than what I've got so right, another another SP from armor and there's that and getting to the end of the passage now a set of wasp foam steps lead down into darkness here at the end of the passage. Descend the steps. Not, no, not, not yet. Going to finish with this floor first. Okay, passage to the west. And a passage to the north. You step into the small alcove that's recently served an evil, that's apparently served an evil purpose. The body of a recently slain human male is chained up to, to a large stone by his hands. There were at least two dozen stab, stab wounds scattered across the dead man's back. The cloudy brutality of this man's gobbling captive stirs up a deep rage from within you. You mutter a prayer over the fallen man and silently promise his death will be avenged. And there's some art, there's not, not equipment, but none of it's worth picking up. A decrepit goblin. I'm sorry, but you're a goblin, so you have to die. It's the rules. If you if you if you just ran away, if you'd hid, you might have lived. But no. Nope. Following your victory, you spend a few. Yeah. And I beat that. Another passage to the north. The end of here. Step into a small alcove that's apparently served an evil purpose. The body of a recently shamed human female is chained, chained to a large stone by her feet. The woman's torso has been cut and there are multiple stab wounds covering her torso. The cowardly brutality of this woman's goblin captors stir up a deep rage from within you. You must have prayer over the fallen woman and silently promise her death will be avenged. And there's some more equipment, none of it's worth picking up. Alright, now back back to the northern passage, going north, 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 east, east, east. Goblin Huntsman attacks me now. The Hunter. Becomes the hunted and dead. Yeah, some equipment that's not worth picking up again, but 17 gold. Uh, the end of the passage. You freeze in your tracks as the passage you're following opens into a long, wide chamber. Through the gloom, you count 17 goblins within the room, some sleeping and others tending to their weapons. This appears to be a sleeping quarters for a large number of goblins. Due to the placement of the goblins within this chamber, you feel that should you enter it, they might quickly and easily be able to surround you, thus cutting off any opportunity of escape. Step into the chamber and attack the goblins. You whack, you step boldly into the chamber and are immediately spotted by a lanky one-eyed goblin who shrinks loudly in alarm. At once the entire chamber springs to life as goblins leap to their feet and fumble for their weapons. You charge ahead and attack the first two goblins you reach as they desperately attempt to draw their weapons and defend themselves. And they're gone. The squeaks of, of, the, of the many shade goblins fill the chamber, drowning out the death cries of two goblins, those lives you ended almost simultaneously. Several goblins flee the chamber, while others grab their weapons and prepare to attack the human who has invaded their lair. As you advance across the womb, you are met by a large goblin warrior, warrior wielding a broad-bladed broad bone sword. Attack the shade goblin warrior. Slashy, slashy, slash. And he's gone. Or oh, she's gone. I don't know if goblins even have genders. The large goblin warrior is dead. His bone sword lies on the ground almost a foot from the hand that once crudely wielded it. I could pick that up. 
I'm going to because I think it's a unique item. Or at least there's not many of them. Pick it up, but I'm going to put it somewhere. You look up from the courts of the goblin to see four menacing shade goblins stalking across the chamber towards you. The four goblins advance upon you in a semi-orderly fashion, each of them wielding a nasty-looking barbed flail. These four appear to be the last remaining goblins in the chamber, and I find them. The four goblins snarl as they move in to attack, wielding their barbed flails with some degree of skill. Eighteen experience. The last of the flail-wielding goblins joins his dead kin on the floor of the cave. You quickly peer about the chamber, and much to your liking, there are no living goblins to be found. You make a quick search of the room. Uh, poor weapons, hide belt, banded belt, sturdy iron staff. Nah, not, not, none of this stuff's worth picking up. You know, after you've rested for a few moments, you once again get SS off through the cave. Now I'm going to make my way back to that in, to the three-way intersection. Now taking the eastern passage. The, the word Balak has been carved into the wall here in crew goblin script. No, nothing here. Your foot comes into contact with something in the shadows. You look down to behold the decapitated corpse of a human lying against the wall of the passage. A leather pack resting atop the body contains two Kepek elixirs. You must with silent prayer over the fallen human once again setting off with the prayer. Kepek elixir. This cloudy potion has been created from the dried leaves of a Kepek plant. Assuming this elixir will restore your stamina points to full. I'm definitely taking these. These items are very useful and there's for some reason there's only a limited amount in the game. Apparently I just don't know the people who make more of them. I probably should get to know them but it just it's never occurred to me. Alright, and now, now there's a north one, and there's a passage to the east. A large sail goblin wielding a variety, crafting a variety of crude wooden weapons, looks up, 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 startles as you step into a small chamber. He, he snatches up a stone-tipped spear and leaps to his feet, thrusting wildly at you. Fight the goblin weaponsmith. Nearly dead. Uh, and he was fighting you with a sharp wooden spear. The, the, the goblin weapon snitch pitches forward and strikes the floor of the cave hard, splattering the walls of the small room with tiny beads of goblin blood. Although the service he's been crafting are very although weapons he had been crafting are very crude and are not of much serviceable use, the stone tipped spear he wielded appears to be of excellent quality. Yeah, that's, it's, it's a weapon, it's a pole arm, eight encumbrance, one melee. Not better than I have, but worth picking up just so I can add it, add it to my collection of unique items I don't find anywhere else. Not waiting to hear, linger here longer than necessary, once again set off on your way through the cave. Alright, now I'm going to go, there's a huntsman, and uh, he's gone. Some weapon, some armour, oh it's another huntsman, who has become the hunted. And now I'm going to go back to those stairs, because now I have cleared out, I have explored every part of this floor. Bone Armoured Goblin, random encounter, and, uh, alright, Sturdy Spike Club, I'll take that. Following your victory, you spend a few moments recovering before once again setting off through the cave. Now, 
Did that to those stairs. Send the stairs. The Rothroom stone steps ascend to the upper level of the cave here. The air here, in the lower recesses of the cave, is somewhat warmer than it was closer to the surface. The sound of dripping water, once distant, is now louder and more distinct. Right, I'm taking a western passage. The progress along the passage is halted by a sudden appearance of a goblin wielding two snarling, half-starved woods wolves on a tall chain. The goblin sneers and releases his vicious beasts of war, who bound along the passage and leap at you. The wolves ravishly tear at your flesh. The last wolf emits a painful yelp and clashes to the floor of the cave, where it lies in a pool of its own blood next to its dead kin. The goblin turns and flees into the gut into the darkness. Even you alone in the passage. I got six XP for that. Now three large goblins, slashy 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 slash. Down they go. Got two XP for that. Now there's a four-way passage. I'm going to go north. Now it splits into three, taking the north passage. You're about to turn around and head back to cave when you spot, spot something resting in the core of this shadowy alcove. Some padded sleeves. Uh, now I can go some. Now, now another western passage. Goblin warrior. A pile of, and uh, at the end of the western passage, a pile of decaying human remains sit in the corner here. You count the heads of three humans in a gruesome pile of carnage. The passage comes to an abrupt end, end where your eyes fall upon a pitiful sight. Huddled in the corner, chained to a wall, is an anticipated goblin with a patch over one eye and a wooden peg in place of its right leg. You discern that this wretched creature has been beaten severely as its body is covered with dark red welts. The goblin slowly turns to face you. Its eyes wise looks upon you with a mix of horror and fear. Uh, I'm, I, I'm going to set this goblin free. That something tells me that even if he has an intent, he can't do anything about it. And look, I, I, I need at least one person who vaguely likes me in here. So I'm going to set him free. With some patience and a little ingenuity, you are able to free the goblin from his chains. His eyes go wide with astonishment at his bounds as his bonds slip to the floor and he rises snakily to his seat. Thank you, he quotes in a shallow, weak voice. Take this, human. The goblin places a small copper key on the floor by her feet and staggers off into the darkness. Small copper key. This small copper key is inscribed with the likeness of a fang serpent. Satisfied that there is nothing to, further to be done here, once upon set off along the cave. Alright. Now. Back, back we go. Hide sleeves. There. Yeah, plus two. What I currently have is also plus two. They're the same, but they're worth seven. And okay, oh, just just a regular goblin is coming at me, and it's down down in one shot. Spike club sturdy. I'll take that. Now there's a passage back to the foot of the stairs with the four-way intersection. Take the eastern passage. Nothing, nothing there. I guess it's just random geology that made that. Wasn't, you know, made for reasons. Two armed goblins set out of the shadows in the passage in front of you. The goblins draw serrated blades and sneer contemptuously as they appear to be sizing you up. Attack the goblin guards. The goblins snarl viciously as, as you launch your attack. 
encounter with one of your own. With one. If you launch your attack, encounter with one of their own. You are quickly locked in brutal combat with this pair of skilled warriors. Alright, fighting two elite goblin guards. They fought with serrated blades, I fought with my regular blade. The two goblins are dead. Got 10 XP for that. You look over the possession and discover only their, their two serrated blades and a small pouch of gold. I'm going to take their blades. 13 gold. The sound of goblin feet flap, flapping against the cave floor in the distance reminds you it's not safe to linger here. Without further delay, you once again set off on your way through the cave. The sound of bare feet slapping against the floor of this cave passage proceeds with the arrival of a sizable goblin warbland. The dozen well-armed, fierce goblin warriors are quickly approaching from ahead, yet you are certain that these cruel humanoids have not yet seen you. Out of the corner of your eye you saw a small dark alcove to the side of the passage. But I'm just going to attack them! As surprised as they, they, are, they are by a presence here, the savage band of goblins seems to relish the opportunity to brutally make, brutally make sport of you. The foul creatures leap at you with animal ferocity, cut you with your flesh with tooth, claw and blade. Now this is the hard, this is the hardest combat in this dungeon, which is why it is optional. If you if any if you have any difficulty with any of the combats in here, you might just wanna wanna hide from this one because it's an entire war band. Begin combat plus four. Yeah, that's the first time. The first combat I've seen wasn't as easy as they come. So I had to roll four or more more on a 20-sided dice to do damage to it. But that's that's easy. The savage, I, my, my sword hums as it cuts through the air. The savage roll band attacks you versusly. Really done. And they are slain. 36 experience. I've got, got a lot of got some equipment, and now divine artifact. I'll take that. I'll take a padded shirt. Uh, nothing else is worth taking. Got also got two gold. The reins of the goblin warbland lie scattered about the cave passage at your feet. Your victory brings brings a sense. Sense of grim satisfaction, knowing that these cruel creatures will never again harm another living soul. Which is probably what they were just about to do. Imagine they gathered up in this band so they could go to Hawklaw and kidnap someone, kill, or get taken, or steal some sheep, or do something, something bad. Because that's why they had all those weapons. It tends to be, if you have a war band, they're going to do some war. And that tends that tends to be a rather unpleasant thing for the person who's having this war, having war pointed against them. Discover a large bag of gold on the body of one of the goblins, 125 gold. Leaving the pile of kinds behind you once set off on your way through the cave. Alright. Alright, right, 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 no, no. What's this here? Okay, it's. Yep, the pathway split north to south. I'm gonna go south. And there we are, this. You boldly step back into the large Torwich, not Torwich chamber, accompanied by the Goblin Chieftain and his minions. Oh yes. yes. Previously, I entered a chamber, but I, I quickly backed out, so I didn't read it. But there's a lot of goblins around here. There's the chieftain. They're all they're all yelling, and they're up, they're up for a fight. The, the chamber erupts in a cacophony of human human shrieks as you boldly step back into it. 
Balak swirls viciously, bearing a, bearing a jagged line of sharp, decaying teeth. He issues a sharp order, and the four goblins charge from the shadows. And I, I get, I get them in one. I think you should all run away now. That was four goblins, and they're in one. Balak roars with rage, and in one swift motion, unsheaths the broadswords stronger on his back, and beheads a goblin standing next to him. Then he grabs hold of a wild goblin to his left and shoves him forward, shoves him towards you. Melt him, Kizik, he orders. Do not fail me. The goblin shaman begins moving his hands in an almost hypnotic pattern as a feeling of nausea rises from within you. Before you can reach the goblin shaman, he thrusts his arm forward and a burning blob of thick and Black ooze peers out of thin air and hurtles towards your head. Now, if I had telekinesis or fortification at level five or above, I could do. I could use them, but I gotta just dodge it instead. You dive to the ground in a desperate bridge to dodge the hurtling mass of ooze. Pick now. Is this is this random check? 20 bonus from agility. Got to win, got to get 50 or more. Let's see. Success! You're 89. Your swift reflexes have spared you contact with the burning ooze. Before you can fully regain your feet, however, the goblin shaman is upon you, striking at you savagely with a spiked club. It's high shaman Kazik. I fight... Uh, I sword comes through the air. He uses swipe slug, but this time, that special attack, in as an intense wave of nausea washes over you, temporarily blurring your vision and nearly buckling your knees. But it passes, and I fight again, and he's 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 gone. He's he's, he's dead. Balak's cold, cruel glaze is fixed on the remains of his dead shaman. I got 17 XP for that. Suddenly, he throws back his head and roars with rage. As the goblins standing about him scatter, no doubt fearing for their lives, two of the fleeing goblins aren't so lucky. I'm doing a bit of healing now. That's enough of that. With two swift and savage blows, the wave chieftain cleaves the heads of two goblins and hacks at their fallen corpses. Corpses with his heavy broadsword. There's three! You've killed three goblins now! Right, you're not only nearly as deathly as me, but you need all the goblins you can get! Oh, you could run. I suggest running. Running really far, really fast. And finding the deepest hole you could possibly find, and hiding in there, and just staying in there and never leaving, and, and living off mushrooms or something. But Balak steps forward and levels the bla levels the blade of his twist of his broad sword at you. His snarl-ridden face twisted into a fearsome snarl. A necklace of live spiders dangles from his neck. And, it is, and his thickly muscled forearms quiver as his powerful hands renew their grip on the hilt of his sword. You stare at death, human worm! He growls, bearing a jagged line of sharp, rotted teeth. Today you shall die by the blade of Balak, the unmerciful! Oh no, well, I'm going to attack him now. The goblins inserting the chamber are silent as their master stalks forward, fiercely, fiercely, fearlessly engaging the bald human who has invaded their lair. Back, back, here I go. And I fight. Yep, yep. Bollock snarls as he swings his heavy blade at you. But he... He, has, he may have raw strength and size, but I am faster. 
and I get past, I cut through his defences like a big sword through goblins. Or something like that. And I've slain him. 34 XP. Your final blow nearly decapitates the goblin chieftain. Balak spins around once, staggers forward a few steps, and collapses onto the floor of the cave. <laughs> a snickening snurgle escapes from his throat for several seconds, and then suddenly stops. You quickly assume a defensive stance, half expecting to be set upon by more goblins. Yet much to your relief, the goblins all turn and flee into the shadows, none of them daring to confront the human who just ended the life of their master. In a matter of moments, not a single living goblin remains in the chamber, but a lot of dead ones. You, pro you, pro you examine Balak's remains and discover the following, which you promptly take. Balak's broadsword. This is a heavy broadsword which you pry from the lifeless fingers of Balak, chieftain of, of the Shea goblins you encountered in the caves of Westworld. Strange symbols are carved into the hilt. This weapon is of magical quality. Granite key. This large key is carved out of solid granite. It bears a hideous carving of a goblin face on its shank. And a hundred gold tokens! You quickly make your way over to the human prisoners and free them from their bonds. The former prisoners are overjoyed and several of them are moved to tears as they stagger through their feet and cast off the remnants of the rope that bound them. One of them, a young man named Lemmore, tells you they were all captured at various times by the goblins and some of them have been held in a cave for nearly a month. Lemmore tells you the goblins killed and devoured several of the captives and they began to fear that their days were numbers. They were a cowardly lot, he said, his eyes burning hatred. Without their chiefs, and there were none among them with the courage to face a man of your prowess. I should not doubt that we have seen the last of them about these parts for some time. One of the men, a herbalist from the village of Kolinor, sets about tending to some of the more seriously wounded, preparing them for the journey out of the cave. While this is going on, you make a thorough search of the chamber. Because that's what he was in. Always check. Always check. There might be something nice. In one, in, in one corner, you, 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 you find several cloth sacks containing a large amount of gold. That's 331 gold tokens. You also discover several items of interest scattered around the chamber. There's... Equipment, not really that good. Ooh, a superior longsword. I'll take that. Also, another four gold. Just as you are concluding your search, you come across a stone chest with a copper lid. The likeness of a fanged serpent is etched into copper plating on top of the lid. Hmm, that reminds me of something. The chest is, is unlocked and appears to be sounding or... In, in all aspects. Now let's see. Uh, let's see. Small copper key. Use. Yay! 4 XP to general. This chest is now unlocked. You carefully open the lid and peer inside at its contents. A large quantity of gold secured in cloth bags confirm covers the bottom of the chest. Beneath these you discover a silver wing. It's not an identified wing. This piece of common armour will protect your finger, but you've got to identify it to know what it, what it actually does. You rejoin Lenamore and yours, and when it's determined that everyone is ready, being the slow and cautious journey out of the cave, you reach the entrance to the cave without incident, and you encounter no sign of any goblins during the trek to the surface. There are many tears and cries of joy among the former captives. They spill out the cave mouth into the bright afternoon sunlight of Westworld. As you are preparing to set out, set out on out with the group for Hawklaw, you are approached by Lenamore, who removes a silver medallion from his neck and hands it to you. This is a silver axe medallion. 
This small silver medallion, which is shaped like an axe, was given to you by Lenamore, one of the humans taken captive by the goblins in Westworld. You cannot say for certain, but you feel there is more to this seemingly insignificant treatment, trinket that meets the eye. It isn't much to be sure, but we'd like you to have it all the same. You frankly, you frankly thank Lenamore and accept the odd piece. The short trek to Hawkraw is swift and uneventful. And news of your victory over the goblins spreads quickly upon your return. Townsfolk stop in the streets and peer out of the windows as you pass to get a look at the brave adventure who single-handedly ended the gathering threat in Westworld. When you arrive at the village council building, there is already a sizable crowd formed on the steps. And a large cheer goes up from there as you approach. Corin appears and ushers you through the crowd and into the building. It's undoubtedly in victory that you return to us, smiles Corin, as he meets you in a shoulder cross inside the council building. Corin and the members of his council listen with great interest without a single interruption as you relate to them a full account of your adventures in Westworld. When you at last describe your battle with the goblin chieftain, his minions, and the rescue of the prisoners, the council members and Curtin Charlie with, with praise worthy of the great deed. It is a tale that will be told for a long time about these parts, says Curin. One of the village council members produces a wooden box and presents it to you. The box contains 500 gold tokens that were promised you at the outset of your mission. Each, each member of the council turns to greet you, in a, turns to meet you in a shoulder cross as they turn to express your gratitude. When they are finished, they bid you farewell, and you prepare to set off on your way. As you near the door, however, Corin pulled you aside and thanked you again. Your victory is sure to be a talk about these parts for quite some time to come, he says. And it will no doubt serve to remind folks that quite simple life we've grown accustomed to here, and elsewhere it's only possible with people like you, Soup, willing to risk life and limb to protect it. Curin slaps you on, on the back and tells you to stop from time to time as you step out the village council building and step into Hawklaw's main forest there. And that is the end of the Caves of Westworld and I got 768 general experience. And I'm going to west and I'm going to save and that is enough for now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.